Welcome to Talking Change. Today we're looking at the Collaborative Leadership Initiative, CLI. CLI is a partnership between the Chiefs of the Southern Chiefs Organization and the Mayors and Reeves of the Winnipeg Metropolitan Region. Since 2017, CLI leaders have been working through the process of reconciliation facilitated by the Center for Indigenous Environmental Resources. Leaders have identified the protection of clean water, waste management, increasing economic opportunities, and good jobs as potential areas for collaborative action. The priorities identified by the CLI leaders also aligns with several of the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, UN SDGs, including SDG 16, Peace, Justice, and Strong Institutions, which calls us to ensure people feel safe and comfortable living in their communities. Elected leaders have come together through the CLI process to transform their relationships, policy, governance models, and the way they work together. All leaders agreed it's important to ensure what we are learning is carried on by the next generation. UN SDG 16 refers to promoting peaceful and inclusive societies for sustainable development, providing access to justice for all, and build effective, accountable, and inclusive institutions at all levels. This aligns with the CLI's core mandate of reconciliation. Today, we are going to talk with Jim Baer, who is a Collaborative Leadership Initiative Advisor. Jim, your perspective has played an integral role in helping build the CLI. Thank you so much for meeting with me today. The Collaborative Leadership Initiative holds reconciliation at the core of its mandate. Why is it important for leaders of Manitoba to participate in the CLI process? I think it's important for leaders in Manitoba to participate in the CLI process because since Confederation uh, 1867, there has been little or, or no collaboration between the First Nations and the government uh, leaders. And if the uh, status quo uh, continues uh, in, in terms of uh, uh, silo system, working separately, there's going to be very little uh, uh, progress uh, on uh, shared uh, action uh, you know, challenges. What advice would you have for governments that are not involved in the CLI on how to begin initiating participation like this? I guess advice I have for uh, governments who are not currently uh, involved in the CLI process is to uh, reach out, uh, first of all, to the WMR and to, uh, to steer uh, uh, for information on, on, their, on their process. And from there, uh, get people uh, involved who share your vision and want to make things happen. Begin a collaboration on, again, reconciliation leading to finding out uh, what prior shared priorities you can identify and then you know that benefits uh, not only your partners but uh, others in general absolutely can you tell us about the first nations worldview on land and water and related ecosystems that are based on respectfully taking care of the land uh, definitely uh, of course first nations uh, worldview and western uh, worldview have always uh, clashed and it's uh, sad, you know, that the uh, the first comers did not uh, take the time to learn or appreciate uh, and, and, you know, learn our, our worldview because uh, according to our elders and teachings is that everything is interconnected, uh, related and uh, dependent on, on each other. And elders teach that uh, Mother Earth is, 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 is like a person and that uh, we are part of her, that we are part of uh, the land. 
They also teach that we are uh, stewards uh, of the land and uh, uh, we must respect and keep, keep the land healthy. Of course, meaning that there has to be sustainable development. It's not that our people are, are against any kind of development. We, we've been at it for thousands of years in terms of uh, development, but it has to be sustainable practice. And of course, always keep in mind that uh, we must plan for the uh, seventh uh, generation. Just to continue uh, your, your second part of your question. So we're all uh, intertwined. So when change uh, happens to a, a part of uh, an ecosystem, it has a, a ripple effect on all, uh, whether we're talking about animals, uh, plants, people, uh, minerals, uh, or our other relatives, uh, as, our, as our people would talk about everything else in terms of interconnected and coming from the land and that they say that we're all relatives. I agree. I agree with you completely. What do you hope for the future of CLI? My, my, uh, my hope for the uh, future for CLI is that the partners uh, who have uh, come together to continue the uh, process of collaboration uh, and reconciliation is that they treat it and it becomes a normal, regular, personal business practice. So that's just part of a, just part of their day. So that they don't feel that they have to look at other entities, look at other organizations, or whoever to bring them together. That they can uh, just pick up a phone, uh, phone their partners or potential new partners, and and just dialogue anytime at any time, and not to have to wait for scheduled meetings. You know, even just to go out and have coffee and so forth. So just to continue that uh, relationship that they've developed uh, over a number of years. Yeah. Trust and strong relationships. Exactly. Uh, we all know that small steps can lead to big changes. What small steps can all of us take towards reconciliation? A, a, a lot of things have happened since, since contact and a lot of people are becoming more aware of the residential school, for example. So there's a lot of talk around the residential schools. And, and it's good because uh, to understand that, then you have an idea of why a lot of negative things uh, have happened to our people and unfortunately still is happening to our people. And uh, in terms of that, uh, one, one of the small steps is just to uh, get a, a speaker, either to come to the school uh, or, to, or to your gathering, you know, uh, again, uh, uh, pick up the phone, uh, continue to meet and, and most of all, treat others uh, as equals and treat others uh, all, always with respect and uh, just to uh, shoot off a letter or, or pick up uh, the telephone to invite people to whatever event they have whatever gathering they have because unfortunately uh, for example my, my own community only 45 minute drive maybe there, there, in the past there has hardly been any interaction of mainstream people un until we uh, got the South Beach Casino going now at least there's there's uh, other people in there. And because of reconciliation and small steps, mainstream people are starting to attend a lot of the uh, powwows that are uh, throughout the First Nation uh, country. So uh, th these these are little, little things that, that can happen. 
and and uh, you know, and if I'm repeating in terms of just getting together for for coffee and 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 uh, uh, getting to know one, and uh, you know, arising out of these could be uh, further uh, working relationships on, on on a lot of the uh, and the challenges don't only stop at the reserve boundary or the or the perimeter. A lot of these are related challenges we have, so it could, it's good to uh, to reach out and, and just to get to get together, and that doesn't take much, you know, just just reaching out and and uh, and to develop that uh, relationship. Uh, so, yeah, so that's the uh, advice I have in terms of uh, small steps, and of course, uh, others will have a lot a lot of others to give in terms of. Uh, making the process continue. So a real need for uh, those people to educate themselves on the past and the present of what's happened and building strong relationships is much needed. Uh, definitely. And, uh, you know, recently we, we've seen uh, things that have happened at the our, our own legislature, you know, and uh, th this is what, 2021. Our, our people shouldn't have to continue to do those kind of demonstrations. Our people don't have to continue to be hauled into court to have our uh, treaty rights uh, recognized. So to me, uh, dialogue, meeting with each other, learning, learning about our treaties so that people get to uh, respect them because there's so much myths, there's so much misunderstanding uh, about the uh, treaties and, and our, uh, our unique uh, relationship with the federal government. And uh, it'll be good for them to really uh, be educated, get good awareness and, and reach out to us. We're willing to come in at any time. We're willing to go anywhere. Bring us into your churches, bring us uh, into your schools, bring us into your municipal offices. Keep us out of the jails, keep us out of the hospitals. <laughs> we we uh, want positive interaction. And, and that's what the treaty is all about. The uh, uh, treaty is to coexist and to live in peace and harmony. And uh, that, that's that's our understanding of the treaty. And uh, as far as I know, we've, we've always kept our part. Absolutely. Thank you, Jim, so much for taking the time to meet with us today. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Talking Change. On the next episode, we'll be talking to Dr. Hank Venema from Strategic Systems Engineering to learn about the ditch harvesting project in Rosser, helping to protect our land and water. Until then, thanks for joining us.